Hey friends, and welcome back to Don't D&D and D. No, Don't Drink in Dungeons and Dungeons Dragons or Don't mm-hmm. D&D and D for short. Woof, that one was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't tell, we're in a place. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a place. We're in a time. It's I love that this is going to be... <laughs> A little like time capsule. I feel like this podcast is kind of like a time capsule in and of itself just because we started this in the midst of a pandemic. Oh, yes. But I feel like today, just the fact we are Mm -hmm. recording during day four of election results. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So fun. Um, So so peaceful <laughs> in my heart we are so at peace it's mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah um yeah i am your emotionally exhausted and stressed out dungeon master mm-hmm. jason miyamoto mm-hmm. and joining us is descriptors that she can give herself hannah tobias <laughs> uh-huh yes 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 drained pulled over on the side of a highway i wish that were a metaphor tobias <laughs> keep going <laughs> A terrifying <laughs> thought and uh-huh. also true. Um, it's been time for our time honor tradition, honestly, all fucking day. I've oh, like looked yes. forward to this time honor mm-hmm. tradition mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. like 12 hours since I woke up this I've morning. T- I've been taking time honor traditions almost every day of the week, Jason. So, Oh, me as well. Don't yeah. you worry. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm ready to cheers the fuck out of this session with you. Well, you, you know, ready? cheers to hopefully our democracy not crumbling. You know what? I suppose I could cheers. To- <laughs> I, I suppose I could drink to, to that. that. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, oh. we don't need another reason to drink. That's nope. a whole episode worth right there. Cheers. Truly. Cheers. Okay. I'm sorry, did you just kiss your bottle of alcohol? <laughs> I was trying to blow you a, like, cutesy kiss, but Aww. I guess it read as me kissing the bottle because then I made some <laughs> awkward sounds afterwards when I realized you were already drinking and there was a lot going on. Anyway. I always kiss my shots before I take them, uh. but that's just a personal choice. Right, right, right. So time on a tradition aside, uh, Hannah, it is oh, time. Drum roll, I please. Am, okay, drum roll. Okay, but no, okay, but stop drum rolling because oh. here's the thing is that I don't have one. I'm <gasps> sorry. I do think that my... Uh, well, you're fired. <laughs> well, I'm fired. Firstly, I'm fired. <laughs> Secondly, my explanation slash... Ex- slash Okay, that was a weird wow. moment for my tongue. Already wasted. Slash excuse is um, that we're in the midst of a horrible global yes, pandemic, as you. well as an election thank that's you. been drawn out for like eighteen yep. years. Yep, eighteen yeah. years. I have not done anything productive for so. at least a week and a half. So <laughs> there's no worries about like making a jingle uh, for our stupid podcast. Like, I no, mean, no, no, not help, not necessary. I I appreciate the grace. So yes, but. I, I, let's just preface this by shop bowl, the Shopple jingle this week um, that's up for your rating, Jason, still mm. is um, going to be <laughs> three seconds of silence for the state of our nation fair, and the fair, world. Fair, fair. Okay, I will just, are. I'll do a waterfall in these three seconds and <gasps> just chug I my drink. I will too, I will too. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay. <sighs> That was Wasn't delicious. that beautiful, folks? And John Cage would be so proud. 
Truly. Um, um, okay, so uh, we've mm. done our little three-second silence for Shot Bowl. Yep, 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 yep. Who started last week? I this think it was always, you. Maybe that's my Shot Bowl question for you. Is who, who started last started week? Honestly, last week. I will never know. <laughs> um, I think you were asking think, first last week. Yeah, I think it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Hannah, mm-hmm. can you explain to me how... A ritual spell works. A ritual spell works. Um, <clears throat> you basically you have all of the components of the spell, and you expend those components and uh, the allotted time required to cast a spell, and then you can cast that spell using the components and the time without expending a spell slot. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said that so confidently that I, I do want to give it to you. I just don't <laughs> think you said anything of any substance. And I think Wait, you just described you casting a spell. No, no, you can do it without expending a spell slot. But you how? Just have to, you just have to take a certain amount of time to do it. Like you need an hour to cast it as a ritual rather than casting it immediately and using a spell slot. Is that your final answer? Yeah, and also I do think, I thought components were involved, but I suppose that could be wrong. Like, you know, if you want to cast a a hurtful spell and you need the hair of a dog and the spine from a chinchilla foot, you know, then you use those and you take an hour and then you keep all your fun spell slots. Um, I will give you a hint. And say you're mostly correct, right? You, you, yeah. ritual spells work without you expending a spell slot. There are certain things you have to do. One mm-hmm. of the prime things that you're talking about is time. Um, right. I'm looking for a specific amount of time because it is it is true for all ritual spells. It takes X amount really? of whatevers. Do you have that answer readily available 30 to you? Thirty amounts of minutes. <laughs> 30 amounts of minutes. So well, it could be said, 32 you minutes. Said, you said a certain amount of, you said X amount of mm-hmm, X. Mm-hmm, so I was just mm-hmm. trying to fill in the blanks like in a very, very uh, structured mathematical way. So Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you for taking this so seriously and <laughs> just, welcome. you know, exuding professionalism. You're welcome at every turn, really. Yeah. So you're saying 30 amounts of minutes? Final yes, answer. and by that I mean <laughs> some some factor of thirty. It could be thirty minutes. It could be sixty minutes. It could be an hour. You know, I think it's an hour. I think it's an hour. Okay, you do know that sixty minutes is an hour, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. said them as if they were two different things. <laughs> no, no, because I was expecting. <laughs> that's really funny, actually. But I was expecting you to turn around and be like, "No, you can't say an increment of thirty. You have to say." Thirty or sixty, and so I was making it clear to you that if I have to pick one, I would pick an hour. Ah, uh, you're just mind reading and moving two steps forward before I say anything. That's true, and I shouldn't do that. No. Also, it might be ten minutes. <laughs> Girl, you gotta choose. <laughs> it's an increment of ten minutes. You can't say that. You have to say. <laughs> you have to pick one. <laughs> See, you did read my mind. It's um, it's an, it's an increment. Of 10. Okay, it's um, <clears throat> it's thirty minutes. Incorrect. It was 10 minutes. <laughs> Fucking shittle. Okay. Damn it. So ritual spells, you don't need, like, if 
a spell needs components, you need them to cast that spell anytime, regardless uh, of whether or not you're going to cast it as a ritual. The mm-hmm. only difference for ritual spells is that you have to take 10 minutes longer than the casting time. That So oh. like if it's a casting time of one action, you have to do 10 minutes and six seconds approximately. If it's a casting time of an hour, you have to do an hour and 10 minutes. Hmm, that's very good to know. There you okay. go. Okay, excellent. That's very um, good. Enjoy your shot. I am going to... I was so ready to just breeze right by that, but yes, mm-hmm, cheers, mm-hmm, bitch. Mm-hmm, Here we go. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Again, went down, <coughs> went down very smooth. <laughs> oh, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it did. It just got a little stuck. Um, all right, my question for you. Yes. It's going to be... Um, just off, just spitting off the dome, which is a oh. combination of two phrases that don't go together. No, it's bad. <laughs> Sp- spinning off, just right off the dome is one, right? Yeah, just off the dome, I'm pretty sure is. All right. Well, I'm not going to use either one. I'm just going to say, this is weird. This you've is carefully be a weird... researched this one. You've taken a lot of time. <laughs> yes, you've yes, thought yes, about yes, it yes, very yes, meticulously yes, in yes, preparation yes, yes, for yes, this yes, moment. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell me what is possible within the given scenario. This is why you're going to make such a good DM one day. (laughs) Because when I get drunk, I think of random shit that has very few applications. Yes. Yeah. You don't, you don't think I do all of my prep for the show (laughs) wasted. Like I feel like that's in the spirit of the show. I edit um, wasted. I prep wasted. I mean, obviously, Jen always edits wasted. Please. Oh, Jen's never sober. Jen's never sober. Okay. <clears throat> now, you are a, uh, it doesn't really matter. You're a wizard. Um, Ooh, and you have, sexy. you are about to cast Charm Person. Okay. You are a fourth level wizard. And Damn. in front of you are. Killing it. Three elves, okay. three horses, oh. and they're all hostile. <laughs> I hate and, a hostile horse. <laughs> what did I do to make these horses hostile? I would like to know. And there are also three hostile. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't stop you're hearing not, you you're say. Not, you're, <laughs> you're not going to get better than horses. Okay, I'll leave it there. Actually, three elves and three and three horses, and they're all 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 parties are hostile towards you, and you're gonna cast <clears throat> charm person. Sure. And I need you to tell me what they have to do, and sure. what the consequences. And um, uh, you you are. I will tell you. You are. 35 feet away from them. Oh my god, scary. Um, I also like in this thought experiment, uh, I I expressly want to say that the elves are not riding the horses. <laughs> they are two separate entities that have come yes. together, banded together yes, yes. to try to yes. kill me. That's exactly it. And I will. I'll, I also do want to tell you that they're all equally powerful parties. Of course, the horses of course. And the elves. Of horse, of horse. Um, Okay, so I have my one spell, charm person. I'm like ready. I'm like, yo. Mm -hmm. So are we like looking like best case scenario or like here are all the things I could do with it? 
Oh, oh, I also, you're not a fourth level wizard. You're an... I'm a wizard with a fourth level spell slot, is what you're telling you're me, You're a right? wizard with a fourth level spell slot. Okay, Thank cool. You, yes. So, okay, so charm person above first level, you add a, another creature uh, mm-hmm. per spell slot used above first. Mm-hmm. So I could technically yes. cast it at fourth level and target four of these creatures. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I'm actually not 100% sure, but I don't think that... Uh, charm person affects creatures. I think you have to be, or it's, I think it's creatures that can understand you. I think you have to share language. Mm, I'm not sure, but so takeaway. I would probably. I don't. I think it's. I don't. I think it has. To, it's. Speci- it specifies person. So I feel like it's. Not, I can't cast it on these horses. <laughs> Although it would honestly, I might just try to waste my fourth level spell slot and try to charm all the horses and turn them against the elves. Because I really think we could do it. I think if I had the horses on my side, we'd be fucking golden. Um, four legs, eight legs. No, it's yeah. three of them. Twelve legs. You kidding me? I like That's the eight-leg takeaway. If each of them has three, two of them have three legs and one of them has two legs. Yeah, eight legs. Eight legs. Yeah, that's it. Eight legs. Three beasts horses. of power. Um, so beasts I, of power. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to cast it at fourth level and try to target one of the horses regardless, just because I mm-hmm. have those spell slot, even right. if it f- would fail automatically. Right, um, right, they right. would have to make wisdom saving throws against my spell DC, which would be based on, you know, whatever my, if I'm a wizard, intelligence plus proficiency plus eight, um, they would roll. Elves would get advantage because they have advantage on being charmed. The horses mm-hmm. would not have advantage or they would just automatically <laughs> succeed because they're a horse. Oh, and I would also have to move within range because I think 30 feet is the range of charm person. Okay, you're, you're, Golden, my friend. You're wow. Golden. So wait, does the horse get charmed or no? So the horse, this is the only thing. I'm going to need you to take a sip because oh, yeah. this sure. is, you attempt to, it's a humanoid. You can only charm yes. humans. Yes. Sorry. <clears throat> um, a second interesting thing that I didn't know is it, it you, they have to make a wisdom save, which you said, yeah. but it does so with advantage. If, if you're you are, hostile to it as well. <clears throat> if you're hostile to but it. But elves which is, also just get the advantage because they're elves. Which they also elves. get it too. Right, exactly. So that was sort of, I shouldn't mm. have made them elves. I should have said something else. But Yeah, I would have forgotten um, about the hostile thing. Yeah, but you got everything else. You stepped I'll within 30 feet. I'll take half a feet. shot. I'll you, take a little half a shot. Just a little sipple. I wish I hadn't used that word. <laughs> I apologize I hated deeply. that. I I'm hated sorry to that. add the utterance of that word onto everyone's burdens this week. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, by the time this comes out, you know, it'll be like, it'll be a full we'll be almost either, two weeks from right. election mm-hmm. night. So God willing, we have we'll a fucking be, president. Right. We'll have a president. Or and president we'll elect, a, I guess. A president elect. And we'll either be in the middle of, of a civil war or yep. we won't. Yeah. We'll just have to we'll find out, huh? Shall we right. move to our percentile dice time? Percentile yeah, dice. Yeah, percentile dice. Percentile um, dice. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. I got 33. What'd you get? I got 90 something again. I got 94. <gasps> it's literally well, the same amount as last time. It's like a think, shot and a yeah. bit. Shot and a quarter. A shot and a bit always. A shot and a third? Shot, uh, no, a shot and a quarter. You're right. A shot and a quarter. All right. Okay. Well, Cheers. and I just spilled 
liquor all oh. over <laughs> everywhere. So this is great. Bourbon Cheers. Bourbon on you. Bourbon on the Jason. <laughs> None of this is funny, but it's really funny. This is how punch drunk we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Well, now that we've we've done our requisite. Oh my god! I just poured like half oh, of this no. bottle of bourbon done? in there. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, it's gonna be rough. Okay, it's gonna be rough. I mean, we sound totally stable, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Tell, Everyone, right? tell us we sound stable. Everyone, everyone, I can hear you. Just tell, just We're tell me stable. right now. Just We're say stable. it into your phone. Yeah, exactly. Just say it. When you hear me say these words, answer back in real time. Or like DM me on Twitter and tell me I sound stable. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I uh, like that for us. Yeah. Um, okay. All okay. Right. Um, all right. So let's get cozy. Don't D&D, y'all. Yeah, honestly. We haven't even started and we're ending the, the show <laughs> no already. D&D. We're like, episode's over. Don't do it. Just, we're done. Just kidding. Um, now we're doing it and it's an episode recap time. Oh, before we get comfy cozy and remember when, uh, quick mm. housekeeping note. Uh, we will be taking off for the holidays slash travels slash whatever. Maybe we'll be in a civil war at the time. Um, but we mm-hmm, are... Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good, good. Good, good, good. We <laughs> won't be releasing an episode on... November 30th so and we will be back uh, releasing episodes bi-weekly as we usually do come December 14th so yes. just a little housekeeping note for everyone so we're not thrown off thank you Yasin thank you you're welcome mm-hmm. um, and now we can dive into the recap <laughs> Um, remember when <laughs> do I I'm not sure I do <laughs> I don't I don't but let's remember together let's remember together um remember when Blaze and Zola received their Lightbringer sigils from meeting the Kalogen, went through a crowd, were given many adulations and praise, uh, and then they were able to kind of do with the night what they would. Blaze and Zola and Lattice went to Doreen's place, got a quick bite, and Zola and Blaze got to ride the roundabout and see the beautiful sights of the settlement at large and have a nice little heartfelt conversation emboldening their bond Mm, yes and uh after that lattice told them that it was time for the fanning of the flames which was essentially a trial by combat a kind of tournament style fight between all of the sparks who were still in the institute taking classes being you know Mm -hmm. students uh and blaze and zola got to watch as spectators as their to-be classmates duked it out three on three um one team was a decidedly the victor led by risha the silver dragonborn risha risha uh, Lattice won some money. Ezrin did not participate in the fight and was quite surly about it. And the gang walked back to Blaze and Zola's abodes, respectively, uh, as Lattice told them both that the next day they were expected at the Institute HQ at 8 a.m. sharp and uh, to start Ooh. their first day of classes. And that's where we are right now. Ooh. Blaze, uh, Lattice has uh, already dropped Zola off at her abode and has walked you to the door of yours. He gives you a hearty, like, 
clap on the shoulder uh, mm-hmm. and walks off into the night and you are free to do whatever you wish. Um, I think, I think this has been an, honestly an exhausting day for Blaze, and I think they're going to hop into bed. They're going to call their um, wildfire cat to mm. keep watch um, at the end of their bed and then curl up tight. Curl up tight. Get ready curl for that. Up tight. That big day tomorrow. Um, take your long rest. Yes, <sighs> long rest. It's been so long. Truly. Um, yeah, take that long rest. Oh, and take a drink because mm-hmm. you're resting. <gasps> yeah, I'll take wait, a drink for Zola. Yeah, <laughs> drinking at rest. Absolutely. <laughs> we just never rest. No rest for the wicked. Ooh. Ooh, okay, no rest for the wicked. Yes. Again, I'm Amazing. just going to ask just for mm-hmm. uh, last week's sake as well. Uh, do you yeah. have a mixer or are you just chugging from the bottle every time? No, straight from the straight from the bottle. Oh my, Hannah. <laughs> It's really good. It's oh, really good. God, you're going to be gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blaze, as you curl up into bed, your wildfire spirit sitting at the end of your bed, keeping guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Warming your feet with its uh, fiery mantle. Um, you drift off into dreamland. And before you know it. The rays of sun start shining in through your one window, uh, mm-hmm. illuminating the room. And it's kind of it's the kind of feeling that you have when your eyes are closed, but you know it's morning time. <laughs> and it's uh, just yes. like, oh no, it's, it's like, bright no. already. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. No. But you mm-hmm. open your eyes and you are ready to greet the day. What are you gonna do? Well, did I can't I didn't receive any instructions about where classes were to begin at what time, right? Someone's going to come fetch me. You were told to be at the Institute HQ at 8 a.m. sharp. Thank you for this. Okay, do I have any idea what time it is? Is there a timepiece somewhere in this room? Make me a nature check. Okay. Boom 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 boom. Nature check. That is a Oh my. Are you kidding me all right well last time i rolled so well this time we're back to the norm knock on wood uh that's a natural one so uh, yep but you are lucky so you do get to take a (gasps) shot and then re-roll that you are right okay i'm re-rolling and then taking a shot scandalous order uh 11 uh 11 um with the position of the sun and how much is streaming in through your window you would figure that it's a it's probably before 8 a.m uh, give or take like 30-ish minutes. You can't really tell. Okay. Um, I'm going to hop out of bed. I'm going to kind of, I think for the first time, mm. maybe ever, sort of straighten up mm. the clothes that I'm wearing and like put a few silver hairs in, in different places than they usually are and I, I truly think for the first time ever kind of give a damn like not a big damn but just a little damn about little damn not the Hoover dam but like a small exactly dam not, right not the Hoover dam um, about my appearance because I, I think that place is only you know tiny town they grew up in and not seen much else and 
after walking around that carnival, mm. um, that fair, I think they've gotten a little bit more of a sense of what's out there in terms of, you know, how one presents themselves. And that's exciting. And I think they just do a tiny, a tiny bit, like straightening up, straightening up some creases in the pants. And yeah. And uh, then, why, not, mm-hmm. why don't you roll me a flat charisma check? Oh, oh boy! There's so much at stake. There's so I much love at the stake. Rules Jason. that really mean nothing are always the rules that you're like. If I don't get a natural twenty on this, I will die. <laughs> There's so much at stake. Um, okay, here we go. That is sixteen plus. Nice. Um. Uh, your Christmas plus one. Plus one. How do you know these things? I'm That's looking a, at your character sheet. Thank God. That's a 17. I don't know why it's not showing up on my skills list. Nice. Um, Blaze, you take some time to brush yourself off, try to remove as many wrinkles as possible, and you do a fairly good job. Um, same with your hair. When you woke up, it was kind of bedraggled, uh, but you, you with the, uh, the looking glass that is in your mirror, whatever, um, mm-hmm. that is in your abode, uh, you have some time to make yourself look as presentable po- as possible, and you take a moment to admire yourself in the mirror, and you're like, you know what? I, I kind of look good. I kind of, I'm kind of kidding. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and yeah, and you are able to go about your day. Yeah, I I think I maybe like exit my room and see if I hear anybody else stirring on this floor. Like I don't know anybody who lives next to mm. me yet. And I think maybe that's just a passive sort of idea um, uh, as I make my way downstairs. Yeah, um, it's early enough and your per- passive perception's high enough that there there isn't that much traffic in this, or there's no traffic at all in the your stairwell. You don't hear mm-hmm. people stirring yet. You kind of feel like you're up maybe early enough that the people who are about to like start their day or their jobs are also probably in the midst of waking, so you don't hear mm-hmm. much of anything. You do okay. smell as you're walking down the stairs from one of the other rooms, apartments, whatever. You do smell like the smell the scent of like wafting cooking of <gasps> some kind. Ooh. Um and so you can tell that there are people living here for sure, uh, but no one else seems to be in the stairwell with you. Excellent. Um that's fine. I think I'll keep an out an 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 ear out for that in the future. But I'm going to head downstairs and sort of make my way slowly towards where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, you get back, you get out onto the main thoroughfare. Your building is almost like less than a block away from the Institute settlement, so it's fairly easy. The rays of the early morning light are just peeking over the tops of the buildings as you get onto the street level. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more shining into like where your room was on the third floor. (gasps) On the third floor? (laughs) Although the rays of light have not cast themselves yet down onto the street itself. You can see Mm -hmm, a few people mm -hmm. milling about and walking along, going about their business, but it is quite early. Uh, Mm -hmm. The streets are darkened as the sun has not hit them yet, so it is, you can kind of tell. You can see people like yawning, rubbing sleep from their eyes, just starting their day. Um, But it's busy enough. It's a a city. Do I Um, pass where I, where Zola is staying or no? Uh, no, you don't. But okay. 
in fact, you do see as you start to make your way, you turn to make your way towards the Institute settlement to your right, um, you do see a small figure uh, of gnomish size with long black hair. Zola! Uh, standing at the steps, and she goes, Oh, good morning, Blaze. Hi. Good morning. Right on time. Are you excited? I'm, I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a good day. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, I, I'm uh, nervous, I guess is the word. Uh, it it (laughs) feels like, like my stomach's, uh, yeah, it's just been, I don't know. I couldn't sleep that that. well and I was tossing and turning and, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I totally get that. I, I, my stomach feels a little jumbly too. So yeah, but we got this. We got this. Yeah. Um, and you both make your way up the stairs to the Institute HQ proper, uh, where you were just last evening uh, receiving your Lightbringer sigils. Uh, You can see Zola has hers worn proudly around her neck outside Mm -hmm. of her clothing showing. Um, Yours is uh, right around your neck as well, I assume. Yes, but it's, I think, underneath my shirt. Gotcha. You can you can feel the like cold metal of it, even though it's yeah, even though it's been on probably all night, um, it does retain a bit of like an icy chill just against your Mm. skin as almost like a reminder that it is there. Yeah. Um, As you open the door to the Institute settlement. Before. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, before before we open that front door, I think I want to pull Zola slightly aside and say, what do you think about the Kalogen? Oh, uh, I mean, he was, uh, I don't know, kind of old. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you 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 haven't met him before, have you? No. Oh no, no, no. Okay. Um, what do you know why, about him? You, Anything? Um, uh, I'll roll a little history check for Zola here. Wow, mm. look at me rolling dice. I didn't think I was gonna do this tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Um, ooh, natural twenty on <gasps> Zola's history check. Oh, tell me everything. She's like, here's the book. Yes, <laughs> um, here is the history of magic. Um, the history yeah, of Kalogen. Here's the history of the world. Um, I, Hannah, if you could just take a lovely little sippy sip of your drinky drink for oh, my Ariana. natural 20. Um, Zola, as you're like, uh, what do you know of the Kalogen? She's like, well, uh, the Kalogen is primarily from, I mean, my studies of uh, Lightbringer lore and history, um, the Kalogen's primarily a... Uh, deciding vote in the Council of Four. Uh, mm-hmm. It basically becomes the fifth person of the council. Um, it is uh, kind of an elected position. I'm actually not really sure about like the exact structure of like how one becomes the Kalogen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. However, um, I think the biggest thing to note about the Kalogen, which pretty much everyone knows, is that um, they are obviously unsparked. Um, so it kind of is like an equalizing kind of pa- like balancing of power right, right, right. Um, between the it, basically the voice of the unsparked people of the world um, hmm. so they're not a light bringer themselves this position that is Kalogen, um, hmm. but they do act as kind of like a regent or a deciding factor in how light bringers are ruled um, this Kalogen, um, I'm uh, this Kalogen, uh has been in power for the last I think it's been over a decade which is not uh, unusual at all but because Kalogens have very different lifespans than like normal light bringers right, who right, are just right. you know emboldened by the power of the light uh it is much more of a transient position than the rest of the council um what right. else do you want to know um did you no i mean okay. so firstly that's amazing 
Thank you. That's super helpful. I'm going to yeah. put that in my pocket and mull over it. Um, I probably have a book or two that I could lend you that I brought from home. That'd be that be amazing. Thank you. Yes, okay. I would love that. Um, yeah, I don't have them on me, but I, when I go back home, I could probably get you one. Thank you. Um, and I, I guess, you know, what? I, th- I think that's it for now. Let's, let's, let's head in. Okay, sounds good. Um, and you two push into the doorway of the Institute HQ, um, and you enter back into that foyer space with the lacquered wood uh, on the floor and these two staircases that. Um, arc upwards in kind of like they meet at the center point on the first floor and then arc up and away from each other just to meet again on the second floor Mm. uh, that you remember climbing up to go to that uh, room with the U-shaped table where you were teleported from and then back to for your trial of failure. Mm -hmm. Um, The Institute HQ is like fairly silent. You get into this foyer room and there there are lights, everything's lit and everything looks pristine and clean. You can see there are two on either side of the doorway that you just entered. There are like two little like recessed wooden benches that are like recessed into the walls beneath two windows. Like the windows are letting in some beautiful natural light. Um, there is There are two hallways on either side of you, one to your right and one to your left that is mirrored on the second floor as well. Even though you haven't really explored the entirety of the mm-hmm. HQ, um, you've kind of only been into that main room on the second floor. Gotcha. Um, but it's fairly vacant as you like creak open the door and then close it behind you with a loud chunk. Um, <laughs> you guys just both stand there, and Zola's like, um, Blaze, do you do you know where we're supposed to go?" I I really don't. Um, but I would imagine I don't know. I, I say we just walk up to the place where we you know went to. Song dust, where we were transported, you know, and came back. And if we see anybody, we can ask them. That's that's a good idea. What my inclination would be. Great. Um, you two make your way across the foyer uh, to the staircases, and as you do so, Blaze, why don't you make me a perception check? Okay. That is a <laughs> five plus six, eleven. Oh, well, take a drink. I'm going to take a drink. Oh, I oh, need to what get happened? another. Nothing is just gone. Another so. bottle. Yep. Another. Wait. Another one. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Uh. <laughs> Keep it, going. Okay, please tell me it was the same bottle that we were drinking from last week and not. It, you it just was, in fact. This and, oh, okay, 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 okay. Do you have another bottle just readily available? No, not of that, but of wine. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I'm glad we're switching to wine, if I'm being honest. I think it's probably a good idea. I'm actually surprised you didn't do that earlier. And by surprised, I mean aghast. Yeah, I, I... I just, it felt right. There was like barely a shot left. So I thought I'll just sip on that until we reach the end of it. And we did. And it was fine. It was great. Um, I feel like the wine is going to be significantly less tasty. So. Sure, 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 sure. Um, it's also going to be, you can't take a shot of wine, but we'll Ooh. figure this out. Yeah. I'm going to take, what do we think is fair? Five sips. That's not. You know what? It's, it would I, be a cold glass. I, but... I trust, I trust you. 
I appreciate that. You can drink as much or as little as you feel is appropriate. I appreciate that and uh, apologize for the the transgression of the rules, the blurring of the rules that's happening. But I have been drinking hard liquor for the past. Yeah, I was going to say. So I feel like you're balancing it out, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You've been going hard in one direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Both you and Zola. Oh, Zola also rolled under a ten for that, so I'll take a drink. Um, Yes. As you're (laughs) approaching the staircase. you can't tell where it's coming from, but from somewhere to your left, and you can't tell if it's the upper floor or the first floor, you do hear this, uh, the, you hear a, like, the closing of a door. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and, nice uh, foley. Oh, thank y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, so you do hear from somewhere to your left, there is some movement in the Institute settlement. Um, you two continue up the stairs? Yes, we do. Up the stairs. Uh, you continue up the stairs. Yeah. You get to the landing, and you can see the two double doors. They're like, you didn't really take much notice of it when Tiana was showing you around, just because mm-hmm. everything was a little overwhelming, and you were just kind of following the lead. But now that you have the wherewithal and the time and the space, you can see that these two doors are whitewashed doors that have like six Mm -hmm. panels in each of them that are cut like little cutout panels. Um, Two double doors standing closed with uh, golden uh, doorknobs. Cutout panels as in they are like windows or cutout panels? No, no, no. You know, it's like a design, you know, like there's a a brief cutout. Of squares, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was, yes, yes, I'm with you, I'm with you. Um, but the doors stand right ahead of you from the platform, uh, completely closed. Hmm. I'm gonna knock if there's no one around. Yeah, you um, go and you you go up to it and do a small little knock. Hmm. No response from the other side. Uh... Knock a little louder. You do a second, like... Yeah, rapping. Mm-hmm. No response from the other side. Okay, um, the... Is there a particular direction from which we heard this noise of a door closing? Yeah, it was somewhere to your left. You couldn't, because you kind of heard it as you were making your way up the stairs. Okay. Uh, and you kind of just heard it. It could have either been because there's a hallway up here as well um, okay. to your right and your left, as well as on the first floor. There's a hallway to the right and the left that are gotcha. pretty long. Now that you're in front of the door, you look down each hallway and you can see both to your right and the left many doors coming mm. off of this hallway. These This hallway like extends at least 50, 60, 70 feet in either direction, probably much larger. Okay, I'm going to head down the left hallway then toward the direction that the knock might have, you know, been heard from and see what we hear. Uh, You and Zola make your way down to the left corridor. Uh, Make me another perception check. Okay. Zola will help you. Ah, ah. Nope, Zola threw her die somewhere into the abyss and (laughs) ah, I didn't mean to roll that. Oh, God. That's a a 14 from me, but I'm drinking because it's an 8. God. A five plus like three for Zola plus one. Oh Zola, my god! No, no plus okay. three. Okay, so it's an eight, but I'm still drinking as well. Remember when I was like, "We're not going to drink that much tonight." Yes, um, I remember that. And then I 
Then we both rolled natural ones and natural twenties, and now here we are with me with a finished bottle and another <laughs> one in my hand somehow. Yeah. So I trust you not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and Zola make your way down the corridor, kind of taking your time. Like Zola presses her ear to like one of the doors, like comes back to you, like shakes her head and gives you like a little shrug. And you walk down the length of this corridor. Um, there's there are many doors on either side of you. And as you're making your way down, you don't hear hide nor hair of like any murmuring, any like footsteps. You don't really hear anything. Hmm. I was like, <laughs> I don't I'm OK. I'm getting a little getting a little, you know, the stomach thing that I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah it's I happening do. more. Um. OK. Well, we could always go outside and, and wait there and see what happens. Um, side note, the problem with playing this drunk is that then I am tempted to play Blaze as drunk. Meaning <laughs> Which not. Stomp their foot You're and like, just Whoa. scream. And I'm like, I know they wouldn't do that, but like I am tempted as a drunk human being over here right now. That's something I've never once thought about. <laughs> Like this is a this is a very confusing scenario for me because in my state I'm like yes they stomp their foot and they scream as loud as they can but I know they don't do that. Funny, that's like they don't do that. That's so funny because that is not an inclination (laughs) I ever have. I mean, like I don't have it as me, but I do have it in this like imagine in this weird like one one world removed scenario so anyway um that's very funny huh let's see i think no i i totally get the the weird twisty feeling that i have it's twisting more and yeah i'm just like worried do you think this is like another like another test or something it could easily be another test it could easily be another test um let's see i think we should i mean maybe we go down to the the first floor and we knock there, maybe? Just on all the doors? We could knock up here. We haven't knocked on any doors up here either. We could do that oh, that's if true. we're going to just knock on doors. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess maybe maybe you're right. Let's just let's just maybe like sprint. OK, this might be my drunken brain again. <laughs> let's just let's just sprint down this hallway and like just kind of rap on all the doors as we go by okay. and then uh, sprint yeah. down the other hallway, go down the stairs and then knock on those those doors, too. Why not? Yeah, this why is not? definitely why not? Drunken brain. Let's um, do it. Uh, okay. Um, you and Sola proceed <laughs> to run down the hallway as fast as you can, knocking on all doors. You don't even like wait for the door to like get a response before no. you're zooming to the next one, knocking, knocking, exactly. knocking. Um, if they want us, they'll come out. Exactly. Um, you make it about halfway down this hallway, starting to knock on doors. Uh, when you hear behind you, um, just say, <clears throat> uh, and you see, oh. uh, Standing at, like right at the platform where the door to the room that you had been in before that you knocked upon quite loudly uh, is the big one. Yeah, the big one. Um, okay. But you see on the platform is the Caligan standing there fully in his <gasps> normal garb. And he said oh. um, and clears his throat and he says, <clears throat> um, Zola, Blaze, do you need any assistance? Um, 
yeah, actually, uh, so- sorry. We we were told that we had classes today and we should be here at 8 a.m. And so we're here, um, but we don't really know where we're supposed to be and there's no one to ask uh, except now you. So that's fun. Sorry for making a ruckus. Yes, uh, we're Do you know really where sorry. we should go? Uh, yes, of course. Um, you are on the first floor. Um, and he gestures back down the stairs and he says, um, take the hallway, I guess, when you're coming down the stairs to your right, uh, you're the third door to your left. Oh, got it. Maybe that's the door we heard, because it would be on our left if we were coming in the front door. Got it. Okay, okay, yeah, um, thank you so much. Of course. And start to kind of jog that way yeah you you jog zola follows and you uh the calogen just like stands right at the head of the stairs waiting for you you kind of have to do it's it's a very wide platform but there's a small moment of mm. awkwardness where you kind of like have to pass the calogen <laughs> and it's there's plenty of space good, good. but you're kind of like sidling no. it, you're, you just feel yeah. awkward and you kind of like sidle down that's always awkward and you just as you descend the stairs you can just feel his gaze as you've been like very rambunctiously like running like a child through this yes, yes, <laughs> through this of room through this building um and you descend the stairs and by the time you get to the end the the bottom of the staircase you turn back and the calogen is nowhere to be seen wow what kind of energy do you get from this calogen i mean like very imposing and I'm very embarrassed and like that knot in my stomach thing um, yeah. now it's uh, taken over my throat and is threatening oh, no. to come out of my mouth I think so oh um, I'm, s- I'm sorry if I contributed to no, that in any way it, I, I mean I, I went along with it it's okay let's let's keep going and I think yeah. once we get where we're supposed to be we'll feel better we'll feel a little better at least yeah. in some way yeah um, so uh, Blaze goes down the hallway to the right yes and you make your way down the hallway the directions that the Calogen gave you and you can hear as you start approaching this third door on the left you can start to hear like some murmuring and some chatter from inside um, and you are right at the door um is the door closed it's closed Okay. Um, Zola's like breathing. Like if she had a paper, brown paper bag, she would be breathing into into it it. at this moment. She's not though. So she's just kind of like, you just kind of hear like. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take, let's take a deep breath together. And then I'm going to open the door and we're going to go in and we're Uh going to see what it's all about. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. We're going to go in. There was, oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I thought the three, two, one was that you were going to open the door. And and then we didn't, we didn't, we didn't take the breath. one more, one more uh-huh. in, and out. Oh God! <laughs> okay, and then Blaze uh, grabs the door handle and they push it open. You push the door open, and uh, as you do so, you can see the interior of this space is a fairly small room, probably like twenty feet by twenty feet in all directions. Um, hmm. You see that you enter this room kind of at the front of the room. The room extends back further than it does forward. Um, Mm. So you open the room and the first thing you see is a small little wooden lectern at the head of the room. Uh, And going back into the room, you see there are there is a single table right in front of the lectern with three seats on it. Uh, behind it and then behind it is two more tables offset on either side of that table with three seats on each and then finally at the far back of the room is a 
is a fourth. Yes, counting is very difficult. Is a fourth table <laughs> with three more seats. And you can see that there are a handful of people kind of milling about. Some are like sitting in seats. Some are like leaning on the tables very casually. And the first thing that you hear and see is um, this purple tiefling who you've seen once before is right at the door almost the moment it opens and she goes oh my god oh my god Blaze Zola hi you're here hi I'm Magdalena and she puts out her hand oh hi hi oh my gosh yes we've heard so much about you um we are so excited you can kind of think of me as like your like like welcome party like she kind of Push, like pulls you aside like further like into the corner of this room as she's like very animatedly talking to you um you can see the same <coughs> dark red uh, stain on her lips mm. you can see her hair is it's this silky black hair that is perfectly straight pulled up into a high ponytail with this red ribbon that's wrapped about like a two to three inches. Oh my god, I love her. Um, okay. You can see now that you're close to her. She also has like small, uh, you can see that she has like black liner on around her eyes, forming her eyes into like little cat eyes, swoops at the side. And Damn. you can see that she's wearing like, she's wearing a very tight fitting uh, jerkin that yes, like jerkin yes. like we think of as like ooh a jerkin but no it is like this leather low cut jerkin that clings <gasps> yes. so tightly to her body uh, and uh, beneath it she's wearing a very short uh, skirt a very short leather skirt yes. as well Yes. Um, and she's like Oh my god. Okay, so hi. Oh my god. Are you guys like so excited for your first day? This is gonna be so fun. Um, we have <laughs> a bunch of people like I should introduce you to, slash, I should just like give you like the know of like who's who and what's what. Um, first and foremost, nah, come over here, nah, come see, come say hi. Um, and you watch as she beckons over this elven woman who you've seen from a far distance at the Fanning of the Flames the night before. Um, this elven woman who's sitting at uh, the furthest table in the center, um, so mm -hmm. has to make quite a trek to <laughs> walk over. Oh um, boy. She's wearing that same garb that she was the night before, where um, it's this very flowy outfit with two pieces of fabric basically like attached to her wrists that then attach back to the torso of the garment. Uh huh. As she approaches, you finally get to take note and take her in, whereas like before she was just kind of like a blur, a little dot. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can see as she approaches you, her skin is the color of like sand in, in midday sun. Ooh. And um, you can almost see the like lines of sand being blown in the wind on her face, which are <laughs> offset by two brilliantly amber eyes that almost seem to be lit within. Hmm. Um, she moves forward with a the grace, but also the bullishness of an athlete, if you know what I mean. Yes, there is I such do. a particular stride to her, but her feet almost don't make a sound as she very easily maneuvers her way through desk chairs and tables to get to you. And you would be mm, taking that warrior's grace. That warrior's mm -hmm. grace. You'd be 
taken in more by her, the like brilliant color of her eyes, except for the fact that they are the look in her eyes is the most contradicting thing about her. There is so much grace and beauty in what she is, and her eyes mm. are almost completely apathetic. <laughs> she walks, mm. she waltzes over to you and sticks out a hand and she goes, Hi, I'm Asarna, the Faithless. And at this, okay. you hear the most raucous mm. cackle of laughter you hear? Holy, what the fuck are you talking about, Arsano? That is the most bullshit thing I ever heard. You can't just give yourself like a, a mana, whatever, like a, a name or something. You gotta earn that shit. You're just gonna introduce yourself as Asarna the Faithless? That is crazy. And from behind her skirts out this, you can tell now up close, halfling figure that you saw the night before who has a longbow hmm. strung like across her uh, across her chest and uh, around her back. Um, hmm. Her skin is the color of like freshly powdered snow uh, that is hmm. offset by a single black line that seems very pointedly painted uh, in the center of her upper and lower lip to form a single line. Um, her eyes are a brilliant teen blue, like azure blue, and they hold so much mirth and in the ridicule and laughter that she is espousing, her hair is this jet black, shaggy, almost mane or mantle. It looks more animalistic than it does like a haircut on a person. And it just mm. gives, it just like offsets her white, white, white skin. And she is so she's exactly your height um but the hair gives her like at least four inches on you <laughs> just because of its sheer volume that's so good and you hear mag you watch as magdalena like subtly puts a hand to her face and you watch as like one finger goes in front of her nose and she goes oh my god tanis um uh, hi good morning so loud um just quick cue from me um have you have you bathed since the fight last night uh and tanis this halfling responds and she's like uh i don't know why that would be necessary um also i'm gonna say right now if you're bathing that often it's bad for your skin it's gonna dry you out and honestly i kind of see like are you peeling a little bit from my perspective i can <laughs> see it and immediately magdalena scooches past Asarna, makes a beeline to the to the table that she was sitting at. She's like, oh my god, nah, nah, do you have a, do you have a looking glass? Oh my god, and starts rifling through her bag uh, across the room, has totally <laughs> forgotten you, and you watch as Asarna just like, <sighs> gives a heavy <laughs> sigh, and like, again, gracefully maneuvers her way through the sea of chairs easily, but at a very <laughs> slow pace. Uh, and Tannis, this halfling, goes, <laughs> it's too fucking easy. Uh, my name's Tannis. Uh, you're Blaze and you're Zola, right? If you get, if y'all need anything, anything fun, anything y'all, you know, y'all look for Tannis. Um, so, uh, okay. y'all saw the fight last night, is that right? Yeah, uh, I think Blaze is pretty overwhelmed 100%. by this level of personality. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's gonna influence how they respond to all of this. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, yeah, we saw the fight and y'all were amazing. And, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I feel like it's yeah, a bit, it's like a bit, uh, uh, and she just like full seam rolls. She's like, yeah, I think it's a bit like, it's a bit of a leveling thing. Like we got to see y'all's uh, trials a lot. And now you got to see like us do our thing. So it's like, we're all like, we're, we're meeting each other now, but like all of us kind of knew each other before, you know? Um, <laughs> but uh, it's so good to have another halfling in here. You're a halfling, right? I, I don't mean to be rude, but like, uh, you know, we're yeah. one of the same. No, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, of course. I, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I've been representing the halflings, like, in this class for <laughs> as long as I've been here. It's, I've been the only one, so it's really good to have another. What's your name again? Sorry. Um, Tannis. That's T-A-N-N-I-S. Tannis. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Cool, so is this, a, what what class are we in, and um, what do we need to do? Should we sit down? Like, what... I, we don't know how this works. Yeah, totally. No worries. Yeah, yeah. It's your first time. Don't get too like in your head about it. It's totally fine. This like the only class. Oh, you'll you'll see. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Uh, and as Tennis is saying that, uh, you can see over her shoulder very easily, even though you're the same height. But you can see, because your other classmates are much taller. Um, you can see over her shoulder. Uh, Magdalena is now like examining her skin in this looking this like small handheld looking glass classic Uh, and she seems to be all right with it and she goes oh my god uh zola zola um we have an extra seat at our table why don't you come sit with us uh and zola like gives you this like wide eye petrified look she goes oh boy uh uh is that okay? Is that okay, please? Um, yeah. No, of course. Dude. Okay. You know, um, go with the. Yeah. Yeah. Go with the flow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. And she just like, she's like, it's nice. Just it's, straight ditches. Yeah. Straight she's like, ditches. It's nice to meet you, Tannis. She's like, oh yeah, Zola. It's good to meet you too. Um, and you watch as Zola like very cautiously, very trepidatiously makes her way across the room, uh, and Tannis, um, as Zola does so, um. You hear the door open behind you again, uh, and you turn, and you see this hulking mass of a six-foot-six silver dragonborn standing behind you. Uh, And she goes, she, like, looks down at you, makes, you can watch, you watch as she, like, makes, like, a small mental note in her head, surveys the room uh, over your head, and she goes... I don't know why we're all standing around. Do we not know what time it is? Uh, it We all need to be in our seats right now. And just like, not gruffly and not, uh, not like intentionally rudely, kind of just pushes past you to her seat at the mm-hmm. front of the room. Um, mm-hmm. And it is dispassionate in her, she is dispassionate in her gait and her demeanor, but it doesn't seem intentionally rude. And Tannis goes- she's trying to get where she's going. Yeah, Yeah. Tannis is like, that's Risha, you gotta, she's a, she kind of thinks of herself as like a, I don't know, the class like representative or the class president. She's got kind of a stick up her ass if you ask me, but uh, yes, don't take that personally. Um, is there tape? Is there, oh, no. Is there no, tape? No, 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 no. <laughs> is there space? <laughs> There's no tape. Is there space? Could you roll me a tape check reach? really quick? No, I'm sorry. Check for tape. Is there, is there, 
Is there space at Risha's table? Um, there is Risha. There is another seat. Uh, Tannis, uh, Tannis is like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take my seat, and you watch as she goes and joins Risha. She like leaves your side, and she goes and joins Risha at the front of the room at that front table. Um, yeah, I. I'm going to try and do that, too. I'm going to uh, try and join Risha. Yeah. As you start to make moves, uh, you hear in your ear um, a voice that goes, they're quite characters, but um, you get used to them once <laughs> once you've been here a while. Uh, and you turn uh, to your left where the voices come from, and you are looking up at a man that can only be described as like a some an early summer breeze. What? His golden hair looks like wind-swept fields of wheat that sit almost like perfectly messily on the top of his head. Um huh. his skin is the color of like clay hmm. before the kiln. And hmm. the familiar hue to your potter's uh sensibility mm as well as the like casual carefree lopsided smile that is plastered on his face just gives you like this small oh, little like bubbling of you can't help but match it um and as you do so you lock eyes with these verdant eyes that make you feel like you're looking up amidst multiple trees in a dense forest like looking mm. at the trunks of the trees reaching towards the sky and the light of the sun and he goes and he is just he stands probably he stands many heads above you but he probably only stands about like five eight fairly average to the shorter mm. side of a human man um and he says uh Going to the front of the room is a bold choice. Uh, there are plenty of seats in for closer to the back, If but feel free to do whatever you want. Uh, by the way, I'm 14. I feel like it's only uh, appropriate that I give you my name, seeing as we all know yours. I, yeah, I turn around and I instinctively stick out my hand to shake He takes it 14's and, hand. and the, the hand is warm and the grip is firm. Why are you doing this to me, Jason? <laughs> um, uh, Blaze, um, I think, feel like their cheeks warm a little bit, and they manage to mumble out, like, um, where are, are you a back of the class type? I would say uh, I, I, I prefer the middle of the room. Uh, I mean, so there's a seat next to Risha and Tannis, but again, dicey if you ask me. Uh, there's a seat with us, uh, and he gestures to the table next to the one that the girls seem to be, like Magdalena, Sarna, and now Zola are at. Um, where you can see the other someone else you haven't because you've been just kind of been bar bombarded with all of these sensory overload of meeting people. Yeah. Um, you can see there's oh, yeah. another like uh, half person, a shorter person, like sitting there with okay. their head just like on the desk in their in their person. arms. Um, and he's like, or I mean, if you're a back if you're a back of the room person, there's always and he gestures and you follow his gesture. 
And as you do so, you look to the back of the room at that last table where you were certain there was no one there before. And now you follow his gesture to seeing Ezrin sitting alone at the back of the room, one foot on the desk, the other one on the chair that he's sitting on, pushing himself back, leaning at like a 45 degree angle, his arms crossed in front of him and his head just tilted up towards the ceiling, eyes completely closed, (sighs) not giving a fuck. Uh, Okay, I think I sort of spaced out into the romance of it all. Uh, Did you describe the people that 14 sits with? 14 is sitting uh, at a table with the, uh, just want that half person, that shorter person who has their head (laughs) in their arms. Um, And that's it. it. And he's like, yeah, we have a, we have a seat with us. And you should, you should probably round out the group by meeting Felix. I assume you already know Ezrin. I do I do know Ezrin. I would love to meet Felix. Um and uh I follow fourteen to that middle table and I wanna meet Felix. Um you move over, uh and as you do so, as you make your way over, fourteen's like, and then you can sit wherever, but we should and as he does so, um finishing his sentence, he like raises his arm to like slap it down on the table, but does so with like a very casual lift, uh that does not belie the sound that actually happens when it hits the table. Somehow the force that he hits the table with is not, it was not what you were expecting from like the very like casual lift and then place. He like Mm. places his hand and there's a, and immediately Felix bolts straight up and is like, by the light, what the hell? Oh shit. Did I, was I out? Uh, And 14's like, uh, yes, Felix, you were asleep and Evoker is coming soon. So he's like, ah, oh, shit. Um, oh, we got a new one. Uh, and 14's like, yes, uh, two new ones and points over to Zola and is like, oh, shit. Uh, I'll have to introduce myself later after Magdalena's done with that one and doesn't have a clause in her anymore. Um, hi, sorry, uh. Uh, I'm Felix. Nice to meet you. Blaze. Sorry, you don't have to introduce yourself. We all know who you are. Um, <laughs> got um, it. Must um, be a little weird. I'm sorry. No, no. It's um, it's nice to meet you, Felix. Um, are you, what kind of um, do, are you a magic user or what do you do? Uh, and you watch as Felix uh, like shares a look with 14 and like gives a laugh and is like. Oh, curious one already. Uh, well, you you got to see all of our tricks <laughs> last night. Uh, um, uh, I'm a bit of a... Uh, and, Blaze, you remember, as Felix is about to say what he is, um, he's like, oh, I'm a bit of a swords person, but, yeah, I've, I've cast a, a casual spell uh, or two. Ah, this um, And you remember, uh, Felix seems mm-hmm. to be the one who cut himself with his blade. Yes. Uh, and made... Uh, who now you know as Sarna. A blood knight, yeah. maybe? Uh, oh, blood hunter. Yeah. <gasps> blood um, hunter. Ooh. Uh, and uh, now that you're, now that Felix is, does not have his head in his hands anymore, um, you can mm. kind of see, you you get to take in Felix for like who he is and what he is. And it's strange. His build is definitely bigger than like stockier than a halfling but it doesn't feel like Hmm. dwarven like there is are you a half halfling (laughs) um 
no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm a I'm a I'm a dwarf. Uh, oh, sorry. I I'm just curious about these things. You know, it's so interesting how uh, races and cultures intersect. And you know, I'm a halfling, and so so sorry if that was rude. No, it's totally fine. Um, uh, you give give me an insight check. Insight check with Here disadvantage because you're blaze. Oh, right, right, right. My first one was a 24, mm. but alas. <gasps> My second one was a 25, so nice, that'll 24. be a 24. Um, yeah. Felix doesn't uh, look offended that you commented on his race, but there is an air of something there. That triggered something in Felix, and there you watched hmm. as like a bit of the light and jovialness left his eyes for a moment and he immediately like er, like pushed to bring it back but you caught it hmm. and you don't know what that was but there was something there um and as okay. you're as you're looking at Felix you realize why like that question like sprung almost unbiddenly to your lips like are you a half halfling it's because even though he's a dwarf it is so strange you're now realizing as you're like processing this information Felix's head is almost completely shaved Felix has hmm. no beard and both of those like hair and beard are really huge in dwarven culture especially like with male dwarves right and you're it, it throws you for a moment and you realize the hair is the reason it it didn't like compute or add up in your brain you were like Oh, mm -hmm. right. This is how. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can kind of see it now. Like, yeah, the, the it's a, definitely a stockier build. Okay. Totally. Um, and 14 turns to mm -hmm. is like, well, I think um, that's everyone. Totally feel free to front the class, back of the class with us whenever you wish. But I would take a seat soon. It is getting late. Well, then um, I better just sit. Um,. Here and Blaze sits and then looks toward Ezrin to see if Ezrin might be looking toward them. Um, you look and Ezrin is still eyes. Uh, actually, make me a quick perception check. Okay, that's a 17. Uh, you catch one of Ezrin's eyes like peeking open and looking in your direction, and as you lock eyes, he immediately shuts it and just goes back to leaning back and pretending to not be noticing, but yeah, he's totally watching. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, okay, I I sit down here with fourteen uh, and Felix, and await the imminent, seemingly arrival of a teacher. Uh, as you do so, it is as your bottom touches the chair. Um, the door, uh, opens and you watch as this figure standing maybe well over six feet. Um, it is a half orc woman. Uh, you can see the small two little like half tusks, like little teeth poking out of her bottom mm -hmm. lip. Her long brown hair is pinned up, uh, in, uh, messy bun in only the way that like that messy is in the title. Everything almost looks like perfectly messy, if you know what I mean. It is pinned up in many yep. with many different pins. 
and is made to look messy, but is pristinely messy. Um, she walks in and you can see she's wearing this long leather brown like duster. Mm, um, okay. And underneath she's wearing no armor, just normal, normal clothing, but she's wearing this uh, black shirt that comes up as like a turtleneck and then is mm. cut off right above her chest and then there's another piece of fabric that covers her chest but there is a an outline of her green skin right like under her clavicle that is showing um and then these like tight leather pants and like thigh high leather boots um risque yes i mean it's not risque it's it is like professional looking it's not magdalena low cut it's just like you know okay it's a little flair it's a little style um, Love it. And the door opens and the room, because there's been some little bit of chatter, goes silent. And she starts walking towards the podium and starts talking immediately. She goes, okay, I am Orda. My name is Orda. I shall be your evoker as long as you are here in the Institute. While you are here, you will refer to me as Evoker or Evoker Orda. Yes, I do know that there are two new students with us. That is why I'm introducing myself. I will be your mm. sole and only Evoker, meaning that I am the sole person that you have to impress in order to graduate and be placed on teams. Do I make myself clear? Good. Okay. Yes, Orda, so, Evoker. Oh. <clears throat> the class is, if it was silent before, now it is silent <laughs> with tension. Uh, as she oh stops speaking halfway through her sentence and just looks at you, these piercing, these eyes are, her eyes are almost steely gray and they pierce oh boy. your very soul. Your very um, soul. Your very soul. Like you, <laughs> good, you good, can good, good. You feel your stomach start dropping into your groin, mm-hmm. uh, and she just lingers on you for a moment, and then continues. And she says, "All right, so I assume you've all had chances to introduce yourselves to each other. So we will not be taking any mm-hmm. time to do that. So, what are you here for?" You are here to obviously learn how to be a light bringer. That comes in many forms. Obviously, we do not care how your development goes, whether you are a swords person, whether you are of roguish abilities, a spellcaster, etc. Of course, we will train you and keep your abilities in that area tip top. However, my sole job is to teach you how to channel your light how to become an actual light bringer. Now, the newest students amongst you, Blaze, Zola, you will have additional classes that your fellow peers do not have to take because they have already taken them on light bringer lore and history. Whilst you are doing so, your fellow students will be doing individual classes and you will have to just catch up. The Institute is a bit strange, as you probably have thought about or might have noticed that some of these students have been here for multiple years. You are all considered the same class until you graduate. That is simply because channeling the light and understanding how to channel the light is not a linear path as developing some of your other skills might be. 
That is what mm. I'm here to do. I'm here to teach you in the ways to do that. In some people, it is an innate skill. In others, it takes years of practice. Mr. What was it in you? Nope, that's the drunk me. That's not Blaze. That's the drunk me. <laughs> Keep going. Miss Turin, stand. Uh, and you watch as all eyes, heads turn towards Zola. And you watch as she, like, very nervously, easy, like, easy to read, casts a look over to you, wide eyes. And she's like, oh, um, and she, like, pushes her chair back. You hear the wood scrape on the wood of the floor. Uh, and she stands and she goes, Miss Turin, would you like to just demonstrate? And Zola, you can tell, has no idea what she's talking about and is extremely nervous. And she's like, uh, I, um, uh, Miss Turin, <laughs> show us what you can do. Channel the light. And Zola, you watch as Zola, like, there's, like, small quakes that you can pick up, like, in her hands and, like, radiating throughout her torso. Hmm. And she turns to you and she goes, uh, um... Blaze, uh, would yeah. would you stand? Yeah, I stand. Uh, and she turns to the back of the room and says, uh, Ezrin, uh, and Ezrin, who now has all four feet of his chair on the ground, um, yep, good, and is good, good. still like leaning back and being a little surly, uh, but at Zola's request, he's like, sure and like you hear his chair screech out very loudly mm. uh, and he stands mm -hmm. and you watch as Zola puts her hand out and closes her eyes to the space between you and Ezrin and you feel just like you did two nights prior the small tug of a thread right at the center of your chest and you watch as this thin silvery line comes out of your chest and out of Ezrin's chest and meet in the middle and you watch as this visible line connects you and Ezrin uh, hmm. and immediately whispers throughout the class. Um, Blaze, why don't you make me a either perception or uh, you're going to make perception because you would never do insight. Why don't you make me a perception check? True. To see if okay. you can catch anything people are saying. Jeez. Okay. There we go. <laughs> well, that's a two plus my perception six. Oh no. Eight. Um, I'm a drink. The only whispers you can pick up, and you are just so kind of, this is such a new feeling, and it is very alien because you do feel the pulling kind of insistently, but it also feels okay. very warm and comforting. Um, there's like a, a, a relaxing that like goes through your chest, um, oh. even as you're being kind of pulled and tethered. Hmm. Um, you hear Felix turn to 14 and say, oh, so the rumors were true. We do have a genius amongst us. Uh, and then all whispers amongst the rest of the class. Uh, and uh, Evoker Orta says, all right, thank you. Good demonstration. Now, uh, Miss Turin, do the same with someone else. Uh, and Zola 
you watch her turn to the front of the class with a very quizzical look on her face. And she's like, I, um, uh, and the evoker says, what's wrong? She says, uh, I, I, I can't. And Hmm. evoker Orta says, and why is that? And Zola's like, "Uh, because there's, um, uh, there, there isn't, uh, there's not another, I, I can't see another, another line, another tether. And evoker order says, hmm. hmm, correct. Sit all of you, all three of you. Uh, and you do so and Zola and Ezrin does as well. And she goes, do you know why that is? That is because what you're channeling is not light. Well, it is light, but semantics Mm. it is bond Mm. this idea of bond that we speak of as light bringers is not a theoretical thing it is a quantifiable commodity when we speak and we say that we are stronger with the bonds that we form with other light bringers we are not speaking metaphorically we are not saying that the ties of a party makes you better that you can just make up for other people's weaknesses with your own strengths it is something that you channel. It is what becomes your light. So what you will do here is learn how to channel that bond that you create with other light bringers as well as cultivating that bond between you all. Any questions? Good. So with that out of the way, no dilly dallying. And she snaps her fingers And as she does so, it's almost like two gusts of wind exhale on either side of her and Mm. blows her form into mist. Her head and torso go one way and her bottom half goes another way and evaporates Mm. into Mm. mist. And as that happens... All four of the walls of this classroom erupt into an inferno of flames. You feel the temperature in the room immediately change from temperate to scalding. You breathe in one breath of surprise and it feels like your lungs begin to cook. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh my god. Welcome wow. to class, please. Um, okay. Wow. Firstly, wow. Secondly, um, so many lines of bond. Good, good, good. <laughs> Thirdly, don't do... Th- <gasps> oh, hey, oh. what we're having... What are we having? Don't have... Don't have it. Don't have it. Don't have... Don't have it. Unless you've got to have it. doing... She's got to have it. Um, y'all, She's we're in the midst of so much terror and turmoil. A global pandemic and discovering if our country will destroy the global environment. Truly. Um, everyone, please take care of yourselves. <laughs> All joking aside, like, obviously don't D&D&D, but, like, also take time to... Obviously don't do this. Obviously don't do this unless you have to, in, in case, go for it. But unless you have to, which would which, mean that you're us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Have to. Um, but take care of yourselves. Um, <laughs> take 
don't become unhinged like we obviously are. Don't do it. Um, don't do it. Uh, I'm going to do something strange that I never do because we usually end on a very funny note. What are you going to do? Um, oh, but no. oh, I no. uh, okay. would l- just love to say, uh, obviously, don't D&D and D&D. Um, and mm-hmm. you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at yes, don't such a good point. D and A-N-D. D N the letter D. So that's at don't D and D and D on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. And you know what? Have Thank a lovely evening. Have a lovely, you know, so good life. May it be good. <laughs> May it be good. We, cause we, we love good. you all and, um, we need a little love. Yeah, we do. We all need love. Um, kiss says kiss. Don't do this. What a good auditory experience. So good.